What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our favorite budgeting app, Every Dollar. Rachel and I love Every Dollar because it is the easiest way to take control of your money, build the right habits, and make progress on your goals. You can download it for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Hey guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. I'm George Camel. And this is Smart Money Happy Hour. delicious that'll preach so this is the podcast where two friends who happen to be money experts talk about what you're talking about everything from pop culture current events and money and this is a special one rachel because we are live from smart conference in nashville in the brand new ramsey event center with 2300 of our best friends oh my gosh amazing We should do them all like this. They are a great audience. And they don't even have drinks, as far as we know. <laughs> Poured a little I something, something. I saw some of them went to Broadway yeah. earlier, went to Kid Rocks. So who oh, knows? It's going to be a good night. On. That means it's going to be a good night. Well, let's figure out who's here, Rachel, other than people from the Midwest. That's right. Okay, so ladies, ladies in the house, let me hear you. Oh, that's a lot. Guys, let's show them what's up. Make some noise. Are y'all booing me? I feel like I'm in Gladiator and you want me to lose. <laughs> okay, that's, that's oh one gosh. way to do it. Okay, if you're married in here, give us a shout. Some married folks. That feels like everyone. Okay, what about uh, you got a, a girlfriend, boyfriend, or fiance? Make some noise. Oh. <gasps> Anyone want to propose tonight? Offers on the table. We are here for it. George and I are great. We're great. We'll be your cheerleaders. And what about... Uh, uh, solo. Anyone yeah. flying solo here tonight? Yeah. Okay, Our look around. Is this is the, the pool that you can choose from <laughs> with the live Ramsey dating app we've just created. That now would that be would be a good event. I don't want to be liable for that. That would Y'all be... on your own. <laughs> we got a good event. mix of folks, and we need that, Rachel. Yes, we do. Why do we need that today? Do it because we're going to talk about the difference between men and women when it comes to money, kind of the battle of the sexes is this episode. That feels like we're going to get hot water. It it might get a little touch and go. Can you even talk about gender in 2023? Are we allowed? I'm just saying. We said we wanted to avoid, we are talking about money in this episode. Oh my gosh. Okay, what are we sipping on, George? We are sipping on a breakfast in Manhattan. Yeah, and I'm not telling you what's in it. You got to stick around to the very end, but I will tell you, it's delicious, and I wish you all had one. That's what I'll say about it. So we're going to get to the drink later on tonight, tell you what's in it, what it costs, our rating of it. But for now, Rachel, it's game on. It is. Like Donkey Kong. So do you really think that money is different in the way people view money if you are a woman or a man? No, everyone views it the same exact way, no matter where you're from, what gender. (laughs) Of course, I think... Men and women specifically, the gender differences are probably the, m- the most vast. Yes, there, there is. And there's stereotypes, and there's truth to stereotypes. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we do find in research and when we talk to people that there tend to be these common tendencies between men and women. But also there's stereotypes out there that just are completely false. Completely false. So I think we should help. We should have the audience help us. We need and your help. go through some questions and get your thoughts 
on how men and women think about money. You know what this is called in the research world? Statistically significant, because we have 2,300 people. We could publish a research study just based off of these four oh, questions today. Maybe we will. Not that we will, but <laughs> here's how it works. For those of you in the room, we've got a QR code on the screen. You scan that, then you enter the little room, and we're going to answer some questions. They're A or B. We kept it real simple, so I don't want you guys burning too many brain calories, okay? This is just for fun. A or just B, men or women. That's all the answers. We're going to reveal the results live and talk about them. As you guys ready? Is everyone in? Okay, first question, you go. First question, who do you think is more committed to paying off debt, men or women? Mm, A or B. This is an interesting one. This is an interesting one. I... Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go women. My, my heart says women because they're just more responsible. Yes, yes. That's just an opinion. Like, guys are just more okay with being like, ah, it's fine, it's just dead, I'll pay it off eventually. I know, I you know. know. They just grunted everything. Okay, let's make everything. sure it's working. Is it working, y'all? It is? Okay, okay. 60% said women, women. Yes. 40% okay. said men. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's correct. And the truth is, according to research, that is correct. So wow, according way to, to go. Yep. You guys are smarter than a fifth grader. According to 2018 survey, that's... men and women claim to have the same top two financial goals. This was interesting. It was saving for vacation and paying off debts. But when asked to choose one, men put vacation as number one, while women put paying off debt. Hey, they're so. here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, women are more responsible. Like they can't go on vacation knowing yeah. there's debt to be paid. Yeah, but there's like a security thing. It's like I'd rather I would rather just like get rid of the risk and then go enjoy my life. So it's That's not how I feel. it's not rent playing, you know, rent free in your head of all the debt you owe yeah. while you're on vacation. Yeah. Sipping on Mai Tais or whatever. Okay. On breakfast in Manhattan. All right. All right, question number two. Let's see if this works. Here we go. Who do you think gets giddy about managing their own investments? Men or women? Wow. Wow. That was fast. That was very, wow. 86% said men are wow. more giddy about managing investments. We got a nod in the front. And giddy is a, is a pretty aggressive word. Okay. I feel like that's kind of a funny yeah, word. Gi- I don't know what I've ever gotten giddy about. I love investing, <laughs> and I'm not like, oh, I'm so giddy. Giddy. <laughs> love picking giddy. a good growth stock mutual fund. Yum. Crypto. Some guys get giddy about crypto. Well, you guys are right. It's the men. 86% of the audience voted men, 14% women. So it's the you all are correct. And according to a BlackRock survey, which is one of the most influential investment firms, 70% of millennial men said they enjoy managing their investments compared to just 36% of millennial women. Mm. It's almost double. Who knew? Who knew? We got to get the financial literacy up for the ladies out there. I want them giddy about investing. Well, I think ladies, they what are do you think? to a point. These ladies are, right? Well, like, yeah. Like, yeah. I- yeah, but I, I do think that they look at other things like paying off debt, having security, True. having safe. Like there's other I will say, short-term goals another caveat, that you'd rather have. Men are have. like, they're stupider when it comes, like they're more risk-taking. Like I'll get in single stocks and crypto. Yo, like, man, just give me some women are way moves. less likely to do that. Like, and so mm, that's a point to the right. women out there. They're making better decisions when they do invest. Yes. I'll say that. Amen, hallelujah. Okay, there we go. All right, question number three. Who do you think stashes more cash for retirement? It's a little different. Men or women, who's better at saving for retirement? She's, are you laughing because, <laughs> ma'am, this is no laughing matter. People's retirements are at oh stake. Oh, my gosh. 
Okay. Oh, this so one's the audience, split ooh, the crowd. audience is getting split right now. We're at 47 da, men, da, da. 52 women. 53 women now. This All is, right. Okay. They're not going to sway the vote. There's a lot of group think ooh, happening. It's a, it's a lot of back and forth, seeing the live results. All right. Well, right now, the audience is saying 47% men, 53% women. But the answer is actually men. Ooh. So on average, women enter retirement with $70,000 less than men. And partly because men statistically make more during their lifetime, women leave the workforce to have babies, to care for family. All of that happens. So there's, there's This goes back to my point that, that women are better than men. Like they're just more altruistic. They're more <laughs> giving and serving. And they're like, we want big retirement. Women are like, how about we care about our families too? <laughs> So, just a prop to all the women out there. Yeah, or just the men aren't doing it, so we gotta do it. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Someone's gotta raise the family. Okay. I don't Fine, know. Fine, Rachel. I don't know. Just well, throwing it out there. Preach a girl. You know who's yes, really baby. crushing it in retirement? This is a shock to many people out there. Gen Z. Yeah, they get a bad rap, but whatever's in the Tide Pods is working, Rachel. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Gen Z. Is, has a retirement savings rate of 14% compared to 12% with the older generations, the millennials, the Gen X, and the boomers. So good. But you know, I appreciate that. I feel, like, I feel like Gen Zers. Do we have some Gen Zers here? Okay, we wow. have some, yeah. I feel like they kind of get a bad rep. And as a millennial, back in my day, yeah. I feel like people like hated millennials. And like, millennials are just lazy and all this I stuff. I think millennials are the most hated generation. But now I feel like the hate has moved to Gen Z. So I just appreciate things like okay. this that show, no, there are some great people in every generation. So Gen Zers, we believe in you. We love you. And you're doing great with retirement compared to Gen yes. X and boomers. So there you go. Okay, last one. All right, last question. Who do you think is more likely to skimp on health insurance? <laughs> Men or women? <laughs> I don't even know why we did this poll. There's, it's borderline 100% men is the answer. Uh-huh. Like the fact that women and men are both like, yeah, that's, it's I the know. dudes. Well, it's like uh, the Friends episode with Joey. And he dropped the Friends his, episode with Joey. And he dropped his health insurance, if you remember that one. I know. So I would definitely say men naturally. And our audience is definitely saying men. Spot on. 96% of the audience says men, 4% say women. It is men. You guys are really good at this game. Uh, a study by Wharton School of Business found that women spend twice as much as males on insurance and their health needs. That's Why right. is that, Rachel? I think it's because uh, women, number one, they care more about their health. They're more responsible. They're better people. And we're probably more humble to be like, yeah, I probably should go like, figure yes. that out. Or guys are like, oh, I don't care. The guys could be bleeding out. They're like, nah, it's fine. I'll just put some super glue on it. <laughs> Got some Windex at home. We'll clean that right up. Or they'll have a mole. Like, it's it, fine. I'm not going to get that checked out. <laughs> no. Where women are like the slightest thing. They're like, I need to go get that checked out. Okay, but walk, walk it, off. it off. There we go. What a boomer. That's a boomer saying Wow. <laughs> Throwing the boomers under the bus, Rachel. I'm rubbing off on you. This I'm is great. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, so that was fun. I enjoyed that. Okay, so by a show of hands, how many of you would you say is that correct? That the study and everything that we're saying, does that feel yeah. right? Okay, yep. How many of you did care. not fall in line with the day? You're like, that was not me. Make some noise. One guy. <laughs> one guy spends a lot on health insurance and is not saving for retirement. He's the outlier. We got one out there. Okay. So what can we learn from this? There's obviously a lot of stereotypes in there, but there's a reason everyone got the questions right. Yeah, so men, again, stereotypically, tend to lean more 
and motivated by status when making money decisions. And they're just more comfortable with risk. They're willing to go in there and take some risks, which, and again, sometimes it really pays off, and that's a great thing, and sometimes it's just stupid. That's fair. And <laughs> very fair. And women are more motivated by security when making money decisions. They're less comfortable with risk. They want to just know for sure. They're less okay with the kind of ambiguity and what-ifs of life, which is also fair. Yep. Women's number one top, top financial fear is the lack of security. So having security in place is very important. They love just a good emergency fund. to know that we're going to be okay. That we're going to be okay. Yep. That's big. So again, this is... This is you know, stereotypical tendencies, but again, some of it is true naturally, some of it is not. So there you go. I love it. Okay. We've got data on our side. Let me throw some numbers at you guys. U.S. Bank study in 2020, when asked what they enjoy most about money, 46% of women chose security and well-being versus 36% of men. And, and about 21% of men valued spending and saving money on lifestyle and status items, and only 14% of women. What does that tell you? The guys yeah. have some ego. That's involved. part of it, right? Could be. Could you know, be. women can care about status, but I think yeah, the guys they are they like, can. they have more of a scoreboard. Yes. In it's, like a, it's like a scorecard of, yeah, income, how much I have, how much I make. Yeah, I would say that's true. Okay. So, so you know, men versus women is part of our natural money tendencies. Gender wiring, but also. But also how you grow up and your money household growing up. And so that shapes a lot of how you view money today. And then, you know, if you are married, you bring that into the marriage and it's this whole thing. And so, yeah, your household growing up, how was, the, how was the camel household? Oh, the camels. Well, my parents, they immigrated to this country from Egypt and Syria. And so they had a very, like, frugal mm-hmm. mindset. So we had, like, we, I don't feel like we, like, suffered or struggled, but we were also very frugal. Like, I, every Sunday morning, the paper comes in, and we would start clipping coupons yes. for that week. And it was fun. George, the Ramseys did that, too. Sharon Ramsey, woman after my own heart. Sharon Ramsey. Still clipping those coupons. We love to Still see it. Still over there. Uh-huh. She said, don't What about, now, so. everyone's always asking, like, what was it like growing up Ramsey? Like, I know you joke about how you didn't have, like, 401k birthday parties and mutual fund parties. Yeah, we did not. Some Although, people think in my heart, it. like, I wish that was real. <laughs> that we were just, like, obsessed like with wish money. Instead, like, instead of gifts, please contribute to Rachel's 529. <laughs> and Rachel's like, okay, it's fine. I don't need gifts. Makes me so sad. I'll be able to go to college debt-free. <laughs> But what was it like? What was the culture like? How do you think that shaped you and your tendencies? Yeah, you know, mom and dad, I think because a lot of their story of bankruptcy and all of that, there was some very black and white issues, Mm. you know. I know it's shocking that Dave Dave Ramsey's kind of like a black and white kind of guy, you know, it's this or that. I know it's shocking. But, you know, it's like, yeah, debt is bad. Like, debt's off the table. No, don't even touch it. Don't even go near it, right? So it was like these kind of these these uh, hard lines in the sand. I feel like we're drawn. Like, you save, you save, you save. You give, you give, you give, you give. So I think that did help me. Now, as an adult, right, you you kind of come into your own and you kind of figure, okay, what's what works for me? What doesn't? Oh, I like to spend money way more than probably what I should. And you kind of just start to navigate that. But those hard lines were probably good for me and my personality growing up that with that. Sense. Yeah. Rachel, you should, like, write a book about knowing yourself and knowing your money. I don't know. I think that could really work. Would you guys buy that book? (laughs) Well, good news, it's available in the bookstore in the lobby. Grab a copy on your way out. Grab a copy on the way out. That's fun. Okay, so your household growing up, and then also what motivates you with money is your why. Understanding why you handle money the way you do. The self-awareness. is very important. And so one of those big kind of overarching topics is your goals. Knowing, okay, what are my money goals and why are those my goals, right? So if it's we want to become debt-free so that I sleep better at night, is it because we want to save up for a great down payment because we want our dream home? But knowing your why behind money is helpful. 
That's true. And the budget. I know you talk about this a lot, but it helps you budget realistically when you have the self-awareness to know, I'm a status guy and I like fashion and clothing and whatever. And so I want to make sure I budget for that because we're not mad at you buying stuff. Yeah, that's right. But do it for the right reasons and do it with cash. Yep, absolutely. And then, you know, if you are married and you sit down and budget together, understanding, hey, this is, we, we are two different people coming from two different backgrounds, two different tendencies, all the things and we have to now work together. But Ooh. understanding where your spouse is coming from is really big because it helps eliminate conflict when you're sitting down and budgeting. It's kind of putting yourself in the other shoes. So. Well, one of the most controversial things you've ever said on social media, Rachel, is that couples should have joint bank accounts. Oh, I know. And I've People never seen pissed. so much vitriol on social media. They get so They're like, mad no, at me. the spouse can never be trusted. And I'm like, how are you guys married? <laughs> Like they need to have separate accounts, so they have a they have one account that's like we pay our main bills from this, but then we have our separate accounts, and they don't get to tell me what I do in that account. I'm like, that's a recipe for success. Go for it. I know. Well, and I think a lot of it to defend them comes from a lot of pain. Usually, it's from a really sad divorce story or like something really scary happened to their mom or something, right? So like, usually that comes out of a lot of fear. But the but the big thing with that specifically is I'm like, man, I've just learned in marriage is like the more real you are, the more honest you are, the more you see each other as a team and cheer each other on, the more intimate and connected you are. And your money is the exact Amen. same way. So and the more connected couples, you can be, the better. They tend to win more. They tend to build wealth faster yep. and hold it longer if they can work together and be on the same page with accountability. Yes. Okay. So George, for you and Whitney, your wife, oh boy. what is something that Whitney values that you don't, but you put it in the budget and you're like, you know what? We will spend money on that even though... Okay. I don't value that. I'm nervous about this one because every time she listens to Smart Money Happy Hour, she's like, that's not true. You need to go back and correct that on the podcast. <laughs> and so she's in the crowd tonight, and it makes me even more worried. But here's what I'll say. Something Whitney values that I don't, that I wouldn't prioritize if it wasn't for her, is like all the stuff women have to like deal with and buy. Like, you know, just like clothes and normal self-care. She's not outrageous. She's a very reasonable person. Sure. But when I see what she needs to spend on clothing and makeup and all this, um, it blows my mind. And haircuts, goodness gracious. And I spend a lot on haircuts, let me tell you. In fact, more than her. But I gotta be on, I gotta be on Smart Money Happy Hour. Oh, George. The people need, this is all I have, Rachel. Oh, don't, no. This is all I have. No. You have like success and height. I don't have that yet. <laughs> The doctor says there's still hope for one of them, and it's not height. <laughs> but anyway, it's all the self-care stuff. The haircuts, okay, the clothing, okay, the makeup, fair. and fair. it just blows my mind how much you can spend in a Sephora. Yes. That's all I'm saying. That's so true. Yep. Okay, bad. how about you and Winston? What is something Winston values that you would not prioritize if he wasn't in the picture? Um, recently like in the last 30 days specifically, yard stuff. He's like, yeah, the erosion of the, of the water's coming down here, so I need to go to Home Depot and get these rocks and do all this. And it's like hundreds of dollars. You know, I'm like, uh, okay, like, I He's guess. He's talking about rock erosion? Like, that's yes. the cruise conversations? <laughs> yes. So he's like, I got to go. I gotta go. He's just got to fix stuff. You know, he's a fixer. So he's looking around, but it's stuff that I never even notice, and I don't care. I'm not very detailed, so I'm like, oh, I didn't even notice. Are, are you ready for this? Our toilet paper holder is one, this is so whatever, in our bathroom. This is, is the details we need. I'm like, I've never leaned in harder. I'm like, tell me everything. It's the kind that, like, you, it's, uh, you slip it onto, like, the little pole, yeah. right? It's not like a you spring don't to, one. It's not a spring one. It's not one. the spring loader. Yeah, okay. it's that. So our son is potty training, and so he's sitting on there, and he leans on there. Anyways, he busted it out of the wall. 
So it's been, we haven't had a toilet paper hold in probably three to four weeks, but I don't really care. I mean, it's just right there. Anyways, Winston fixed it two days ago and I never noticed. <laughs> he was like, I fixed the toilet paper holder and I was like, oh, you did, thank Listen, you. Listen, they're always I like, men notice. don't notice, but the guy fixes the toilet paper I know, after and I months. Didn't know, I know, I'm just not detailed, so stuff doesn't bother me, but he Where went, were you getting the toilet paper? Where was it? It's like, you know, it's on there, I have a little tray. And you didn't realize the luxury of just reaching <laughs> forward? Wow. You know, I'm going to live with so Winston. <laughs> man after my own heart. He fixes stuff. Can we just call out that toilet paper, uh, the toilet paper should be in front and not in the back? Can we just all... I think with 2,000 people here, we can make that, like, we can legislate that into Tennessee law. Oh, my god! You should go to jail if you, you put know, it behind. I don't even notice. As long as you're not the guy, because I know it's all the guys, that put the toilet paper on top of the empty roll. That's what I... Oh, thank you for your honesty, Rachel. I'm really bad. Yes, it's not, not the guys. I'm not detailed. Wow. So, so see, stereotype busted. There you go. A lot of stereotypes. But Winston is, like, he, he cares about beautification. He yeah. cares about coffee now. I know that because we text about coffee. He de- yeah, we're, we were a Keurig family. And I heard years. that you now get freshly ground, like, freshly roasted beans delivered in bed. The man brings you coffee every morning... Is this a thing that people do that I'm not aware of? Husbands, step it up, guys. I know he does pour over. I don't, I don't understand The man coffee. does pour over coffees. Mm. He's a legend. What's up, guys? If you want to be better with money, your first step is to start budgeting with every dollar. This is the app Rachel and I both use, and trust me, it's great because it gives you everything you need to make budgeting easier, faster, and dare I say, even enjoyable. Yeah, I think you can say that, George. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable to have more money, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when you're intentional with your spending. Guys, download every dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today. So there's a lot of stereotypes out there that some of them have truth, some need to be debunked, and so I thought we should play a little game of Battle of the Spending Stereotypes. Oh, this is good, George. We walk a mile in someone else's shoes, but in this case, you defend the guys and I defend the ladies. Okay. What do you think about that? All right, let's try it. Let's We're try it. We're get in trouble either way, so. Oh, man, okay. I'm going to throw out some stereotypes. You're going to have okay. 30 seconds to answer. I'll seconds. have 30 seconds to answer. The team... <laughs> I'm sure has thought about this and has like a timer or a buzzer Is there buzzer like a timer or, or a buzzer after 30 seconds? We're professionals. Can you give us a big... Yeah, okay, it is. Okay, okay. All right, George, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you one first. You ready? Okay. Here we go. Women can't go to Target without spending $100. <laughs> defend us, George, defend us. Okay, should I... When's ready, the clock Ready, set, go. The women feel and are responsible for the beautification of the home, and it costs money... To keep the home beautiful, to That's keep right. themselves beautiful, because we put that expecta- expectation on them. And if you're doing it on a budget, you go, girl. And if you're doing it, if you're doing it without a budget, you're doing it the wrong way. And by the way, guys, you go to Home Depot and spend 100 bucks is no different. So don't come at the ladies with that. Ah. I'm running for president. That's good. Thank you, George. I was trying my best to defend the ladies. That felt really great. You ready to defend the guys? (laughs) Okay. I'm not making it easy. All right, Rachel, how about this one? Men will break the bank to buy a flashy, souped-up truck that they need. Mm -hmm. And go. Every family in America should own a truck. You need to have a truck. Because... 
someone's gonna be moving, someone's gonna be getting rocks at Home Depot for erosion control, someone is gonna be doing something, and you can't put that in a minivan, you can't put that in a Tesla, you can't put that stuff somewhere else, but a truck, and if you have a truck with people that don't, they're like, we gotta call the guy with the truck. We gotta call the guy with the truck, and you wanna be that guy. So, so men, I understand, I understand. Feels right. I don't know. What? The guys who use trucks, like actually fully utilize their truck bed are doing it a few times a year and then justifying it based on that. We picked I'm, up... I'm defending this part of my... What am I supposed to do? Oh, you know who else does? Your girl owns a Tesla. And listen, I've, our Teslas can fit more than most SUVs. George, I don't believe what I do. I mean, I just like had to Oh, she do doesn't believe it. Well, I just had to play the what game. What she's saying is, guys, she was lying to make to... you feel better about your you... bad decisions. You wrote me into a game that I'm having to play right now live. We picked up a recliner this weekend and I couldn't fit it and I went, okay, I'll go to Home Depot, which I did, and I rented a cargo van for two hours and paid 30 bucks and we were done. No need to buy a truck for the once or twice a year where I need it. I didn't have to bother a friend. Okay. okay. Assuming I would have <laughs> I was friends. Like, I'm not passionate about this. I don't know. I'm sorry. I tried to. I don't know. She actually feels bad. Okay. No, I just like. That's I, fine. You I, can throw it back to me. Okay, okay, okay. You're ready. You're ready. Okay. Women will ransack a Sephora for skincare products, even though they have an entire bathroom full of half-used products at home. Defend us, George. Go. Skincare is self-care, and the beauty standards for women are so out of control in today's society, they have no other choice but to keep up with the latest trends and products to stay beautiful. Have you ever tried to show up to work without makeup and everyone goes, oh my gosh, are you sick? You should go home. <laughs> That's what we've done. That's what we have done to women, and it's not okay. Also, there's some great skincare products, and people are missing out. Have you tried Thayer's Witch, Witch Hazel? Witch Hazel. I've Toner? done some Witch Hazel. In I life, have more toiletries than Rachel, so I'm going to end the debate right now. <laughs> Thank you. I think that's fair. And, and skincare does change. Products do change. And sometimes you do get halfway through and you're like, I just don't like it anymore. It's ain't it? Yeah, it's not it. Thank you for your defense of me. Yes, you're welcome. Now I know what that's like. Okay, uh, Rachel's up. <laughs> Men will justify buying a luxury grill or the green egg for like one cookout. And go. Okay, so you were not going to use it for just one cookout, even though it's usually probably for like the 4th of July or like a patriotic time so one to cookout. grill. But you can use it for a lot of different things. In the green egg, you can actually use homemade pizzas. And what ends up happening, George, is the whole family gets together. Your neighbors come over. You make a pizza. It's a communal thing. And you love your family during that time. You love your neighbors. You love society. All because you have a green egg <laughs> and a great grill. So it brings people together. So it is so much more than a grill. It is a uniting thing. <laughs> Appliance. <laughs> we should have had this thing sponsored by Green Egg. <laughs> wow. Listen, the Weber charcoal is all you need, gentlemen. If you can't use that, get out of town. Hey, all the right. Green egg's 99 great. bucks. Lasts forever. Well, that thing, that thing will make it through an apocalypse. Oh my all right. Okay, George, you're next. Okay. Uh, women love an overpriced brunch with the gals. Defend the brunch world. Go. You cannot beat the brunch aesthetic at restaurants these days. Okay, number one, it's cheaper than dinner. Number two, it's generally a community of girls. So they're counting girl time in with that. And they need that time. And also, who doesn't love a good Bloody Mary or, a Bloody Mary or Mimosa? Mm -hmm. I know you love a Mimosa. 
And the women deserve a break. They've been going hard all week. They don't want to do one more meal, cooking more, cleaning more. And guys, if you want to compete, make your own brunch at home. That's better. How about that? I rest my case. Amen. <laughs> well done. All right. Are you a bruncher? Uh, I got three kids. I mean, no. There's no such thing as brunch with three kids? Not really. What's a Saturday morning at the Cruz household? Like a 6 a.m. ego in the toaster. and That's what's you keep, up. And you keep moving along. That's the stuff they're going to remember when they're older. Like, remember we were young, we just have egos every morning, like Saturday mornings, watch cartoons, and then go I to know. soccer practice. I don't okay. know what they do. So we got one last one. Okay. And then we're done. I'm going to end on one that I think uh, yeah, this is gonna be tough. will affect Dave Ramsey personally. Okay. <laughs> Men will splurge on golf clubs, golf shoes, golf pants, country club membership, and they will justify every penny, Rachel. They will. And go. You know, the golf course... Don't say it's where business happens. where business happens. <laughs> business deals happen. We got to pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars to be part of this uh, sport. <laughs> and I can't do it. I don't like golf. She can't so defend sorry. it. I can't do it. I mean, it's great. If you love it, you know, it's a stress reliever, I hear. You can That's play good. when you're older. Um, it's a benefit. It's good for your health. <laughs> All right. So relieve stress and good for old that people. That was tough because what we... <laughs> so is Advil. It's way cheaper. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So look at this. The average individual club membership is $520 per month, according to Golf Digest. And a new set of clubs for beginners costs anywhere from $600 to $1,700. So it's an expensive little sport. No, you but you know what? Target is the problem, Rachel. <laughs> it's out of control and it must stop. George, I feel just, thank you. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine. You know, I got a lot of buddies who golf. But it is like just an insanely expensive But if you sport. have the money, it's fine. Here's like, the thing. But... I've tried. I bought like a set of used like $50 starter clubs on Facebook. Yeah. And I went one time and I just kept hitting air and dirt. And can I tell you truthfully something that happened? It was so sweet, and it was with Dave. Oh, he, no. took, he took us all golfing, like all the guys on our personalities retreat, yeah. and he let me use Sharon's clubs. <laughs> and bless you, Sharon. There was so much dirt on those clubs because all I hit was dirt that I was like, I need to buy Sharon new clubs, and I can't afford to buy Sharon. These are very expensive. And he sat there, and he was so sweet, and he, like, wiped down all the clubs and helped me through it. But wow. it was traumatic. What a servant leader. <laughs> it was, I, will, I don't know if I can play golf again. Yeah, Although, as like many people know, I beat Ken in mini golf. And so, I like anything mini. You're Miniature versions of anything I'm a fan of. That it's the good. full size is where I go wrong. <laughs> there oh we go. Oh, my gosh. So, I guess what's, the... What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story of this whole episode is that we all have our weaknesses. We all have our strengths when it comes to money. And all of this is not about shame, but it's really understanding how you're wired, who you are, and why you do the things you do with money. Wow, but what the, a good summary. But so the battle the, of the sexes no is No shame. No. It's all about self-awareness, having good reasons, and doing it with cash. Yep, that's right. Have it in the budget. All right, George, uh, we are getting to the end of the episode, and we end every episode with Guilty, Guilty as, as charged. charged. And this is where our producer, Lindsay, gives us a new Guilty as Charged question every week, and Lindsay is here live. You guys want to meet Lindsay? You. Give it up for Lindsay. Producer Lindsay, 
She pulls all the strings. We're the puppets and she's the puppeteer. I don't know. It felt right to say. This is fun. So if you've been watching on YouTube, you've gotten to see Lindsay, Lindsay, and she's prepared a question for us. And if we are guilty of the question, we must take a swig of the drink and share the story involved. I'm kind of nervous. I know. These are always kind of nerve wracking. It feels like a very vulnerable moment. But it's good. Okay, we're ready, Lindsay. Are you sure? Yep. All right. Have you ever sent your spouse or family member an unsolicited link to a gift you want for Christmas or birthday? Maybe because they need a little help. Ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you should dream. Is this I more, did. do you think, guys, do you think, like, you're harder to shop for? Or do you think the women are harder to shop for? Women. The women are harder mm. to shop for. Really? Well, I think the guys, like, they always get, like, socks or a tie or something, right? Is that, like, the go-to? Or a new shirt? Because yeah, the I ladies that, are like, yeah. you should get a new shirt. I see that. that one's ugly. You know, yeah. like, it's more passive-aggressive gifts it to is, the men. It can be. Or, like, very utility. Yes. Okay, y'all, I'm literally wearing one of the gifts, that, I, and I wear them all the time. And I've had them for, like, two, three years. It was a Mother's Day gift for Win- from Winston. And it was, like, these, like, Aww. just bracelets. I don't know. They were these bracelets. Like I saw tennis this, bracelets. I saw this girl on Instagram. She had them. I was like, those are really cute. I would never take them off, but I sent them the links. I was like, if this happens to be my Mother's Day gift, I'm not mad. <laughs> There's the life hack, women. Remember yes, the sentence. If this happens to be the gift, I'm not mad. <laughs> so what you're saying is the basis of this whole conversation is avoid anger. If you went to avoid me being roided and raged no, I out. I wouldn't be raged about it. I just, it was a funny, me just this like gift. A, No, my gosh, that wasn't my tone. Oh, Have you ever had a tone? There's no tone over text. If I got that text, I'd be like, oh crap, I need to buy this gift. <laughs> He's going to be angry. <laughs> Sounds more like a George problem. That's true. I'm projecting. <laughs> That's what therapy's for. Yeah, I think in the Camel household, this is very true. What did I, you, we're just more like we do thoughtful things throughout the year, like little surprises. But the well, big stuff nice. when it comes to like birthdays or Christmas, there's so many like mental calories to be burned. We're just like, hey, like what what, what do you what do you, what would you want? What do you want? What and then need? we don't nail it. It's not like you get me this or else. Yeah. It's just like a I would have been looking at this, and so I sent Whitney because my birthday's coming up. Oh, and when's I found your birthday? Like a, uh, May third. <gasps> Mine's April twenty fifth. Oh my gosh. Each other, George. Should we do a double birthday party? <laughs> yes. Mutual fund party. Everyone gives us money to invest. Oh my gosh. This feels like an MLM almost. This feels like a link out to all of our wow. friends. But I sent her a link to a vintage cocktail book from oh, the 50s. Well, that's cool, George. That's real whimsical and witty with cocktail recipes. Like, this is right up my alley. Yeah. It's that's vintage a great and gift. witty and cocktail yeah. related. And so I just sent her that because I'm like, she's not going to randomly stumble on and be like, oh, he would love that, you know? Yeah, I think it's great. Thank you. Have you ever done that, Lindsay? Yes, I okay. have. Oh, yes. are you aggressive or are you passive aggressive? Um, <laughs> I feel like when I was like in high school and college, I would like draw it out. But here's the thing, like... Like I'd have the link or we're like... We're not mind wanna... readers. And so if you don't like tell us or give us a strong hint, how are we supposed to... And they're like, I can't believe you didn't get me that very specific thing that you would have never known I wanted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the, that's the feeling I get. Okay. Well, we'll still do it. <laughs> do you have a specific thing you remember? Like, I just straight up told him. Um, with my husband, I definitely, for my 30th birthday, I, like, sent him shoes, and I was like, this is the size, this is the color, this is the link. You are a blessing. Here. And I got it. it. Thank and you for it. There you go. There you Ask go. and you shall receive. Exactly. That's so beautiful. Okay. And I know did Jordan you, personally. Did, did you take a sip? Oh, are yeah, we're very guilty of that. Mm-hmm. All right, George, who... Uh... I had to beat you with something. Jeez. That was so aggressive. 
Okay. That was fun, Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay. Oh Good times. Yes. Okay. So if, gonna... you, if you all have that guilty as charged question that's listening here yes. on the podcast or out in, in the, the audience or on YouTube right now, make sure to send it to us on social at Rachel Cruz or at George Camel. We always look for those. And they're always great. They always come from an audience. We yes. mostly yeah, use one the one from the audience. Yes. That's great. Yeah. So thank you for submitting those. Okay. Let's talk well, about you, the drink. You finished yours first. This was a breakfast in Manhattan. It has, it's kind of a take on a Manhattan, a little sweeter. It's got bourbon, sweet vermouth, Angostura bitters, and orange marmalade. Marmalade. You gotta say with the kind of Carolina twang. And the cost breakdown of this drink is $2.93 a serving. That's not bad. Yeah, it's cheaper than Broadway. Cheaper than Broadway. That's true. Broadway, so y'all just get ready for that. So if you want the recipe of this drink, make sure to check out the show notes. And yes. give it a try this weekend and tag us. What's your you rating it. on it? Oh, oh, oh. Um, I'm going to go 9 out of 10. Same. I thought it was great. They, great. Michael Reddish absolutely nailed he this did. drink. He did. He said, Michael, he was like, it's a little you. sweet. We prefer a little bit, you know, more like complexity. A tar- yeah, but it, yeah. it's an amazing drink. It was so great. try it this weekend uh, if you want to check it out. So recipe in the show notes. Good All times. right, George. It's almost closing time. Boo. So those of you listening or watching, if you liked this episode and want a future episode of Smart Money Happy Hour, make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you listen to podcasts or subscribe on YouTube. And as always, leave us a five-star review yeah. if the spirit leads. And if you want to leave one less than that, just like, I don't know, leave a comment on YouTube or something. Don't leave in the reviews. That's mean. That's cruel. We don't need any more bullies on the internet. <laughs> this is fun, Rachel. Did you guys have a good time out there? <laughs> I think it's time to take this on the road. We had a great yes. Smart Money Happy Hour for audience. a better crowd. Uh, absolutely. Ooh, that's a good question. If we took this on the road to your city, would you come? Yeah. To- Smart idea, George. That was bad. Oh, yeah. We're better at drinking than high fiving. <laughs> that, that was bad. I'm not a good, uh, you're a lefty, I'm not. Okay. Truth. Well, this has been fun. And if you want more of this, join us next Thursday for an all new episode of Smart, Smart Money, Money Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. Thank you guys. You've been amazing. Thank you.